Listener Production. They're cleaning spills and splitting bills. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, momentous occasions in the Okine household. Oh, got really? Of, yep. Got rid of the baby gate downstairs. Wow. Oh, I don't think you me. understand how good it is walking from the kitchen to the lounge room holding two gates without suddenly becoming Sally Pearson and having to hurdle over. Wait, you mean holding two plates? Yeah, well, what did I say? Holding two gates. <laughs> That's how much the gate has played on your mind <laughs> exactly, the last two man, years. It infiltrates everything. Yeah. Anyway, it's gone. We have well freedom done. again. Well done. You're not like a sheep in your own house. Exactly. Thank gosh. Congratulations, Matt O'Kine. It's a pleasure to have you back in the freely walking to the living room world. I'm free range, baby. It's <laughs> the way we like you, mate. Um, thank you very much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. And thank you for um, not saying it directly, but informing us that when it comes to Australia's favourite coin-dropping dame, Drop That Coin, you not only love it, you want more. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, the, the response has been overwhelming, but kind to yesterday's episode. The, I'm surprised the internet still exists with the amount of messages <laughs> that we've got, that it hasn't just completely crashed worldwide because we have been inundated with messages about either Drop That Coin or... People wishing that the kettle sound would come back because uh, you hate the sound of me slurping. Well, guess what? That's what happens when you complain, all right? We've tried and fixed it, and guess what? Sometimes the solution is worse than the problem, so that is on you. <laughs> anyway, either way, particularly on the Drop That Coin, we, we've decided that something we're going to do some, some more stuff later on in the show and, and announce what's going to be happening with Drop That Coin and whether the people getting involved will we get prizes or... We'll be taking it one step further, Matt. That is coming up. As well as that, Mr. Rant's dog is going to be dropping past. Uh, dot dog. He's going to be in the house telling it like it is a little bit later. Getting the whiskers really waggling today. This is Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. Hope you're having a goodie. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. Yes, Matt O'Kine. Let's jump in straight with the news here on um, Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. An episode Matt. which is... Audible this time around. Yes. Yeah, we did drop a bonus, a little bonus for you yesterday. The uh, the Inaudible podcast, possibly the world's first, I think. Even if it wasn't, it was certainly the most artistic of the silent podcasts because it was a deliberate decision. I'm sure podcasts have been put up before um, accidentally <laughs> with no sounds. Uh, that was a malfunction. And you can tell, you know, they're not as good as the deliberately silent podcasts. Yeah. No, we, we, we knew exactly how long we wanted it to be. Mm. We knew exactly where the silence should exist within that length. Yep. As in all the way through it. <laughs> and we really just wanted to give you an opportunity to mm. use that absence of sound to create your own Matt and Alex podcast. And feel free to send us the transcript of what inaudible Matt and Alex said during that podcast. What segments did we put in? What stupid jokes did we make? What wrong things did we say i said olivia rodriguez the other day in a in a podcast yeah, I, I noticed you say that i, I didn't i didn't, didn't correct pick you. me up didn't pick I, me and up. i knew that you did it i thought oh i'll let the stands get to you <laughs> <laughs> you just threw me to the stands you dog <laughs> anyway this is this is the real deal okay and I've, I've, this is a real artist and you know all of our podcasts are art um yeah but this is this is one you can actually see this is the statue of david of podcasts. Exactly. 
exactly right. With all of the naughty bits included. <laughs> As we do. Ain't no modesty leafs over this statue, <laughs> baby. Um, but when putting on a modest, modesty leaf, make sure you put it on at the front, not back to front, which is what uh, ex-president Donald Trump apparently did. Hashtag Trump pants. Matt O'Kine, you are the expert on putting your pants on one leg at a time. Other photos coming out of the president got on stage, gave us his first speech in a while. Um, uh, his pants on backwards. Let's go to the tape. Matt, you're the tape. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I don't have any I mean, audio. No, well, I, I saw, I first saw this on Twitter and um, the original poster posted, it had like 10,000 retweets. And then underneath they said, please don't let this be fake. Uh, a couple of posts after that, the original post said, "I ah uh, damn, it, it's it's not it's not it's not fake, but it's not what it looks like." Mm. So apparently, um, he is wearing his signature blue pants. Uh, they have a long seam at the crotch, which somehow makes it look as though it was zipperless. But apparently, the zip is there. Yes, the why you can't see the zipper on these pants and why there are creases on the front thighs. Apparently, it's been confirmed that the wardrobe malfunction was a result of image-obscuring flashing cameras. But that's exactly what someone who put their pants on backwards would want you to think as well. Well, <laughs> what if his pants are on the right way, but everything else about him <laughs> is on the wrong way? Well, so a like lot of people have said it, most things about Trump are backwards, so... <laughs> Maybe his head has gone the full 180 oh, and he's bad. dressed himself backwards. That would be quite a trip. Um, but, look, it does it does happen. I've put on things the wrong way around before, you know, mainly sort of more running shorts rather than Oh, and inside out. Pants. How often you going around, oh, man. you're at coffee somewhere, your partner's like, you know you're wearing that shirt inside out. <laughs> yeah. But no, of course I don't know. Because if I knew, I wouldn't be wearing it. I put on a puffer vest inside out the other day, did notice for a little while. That was no good. Um, but the the absolute worst instance of putting something on backwards I've had was um, first dating um, first dating Woods, right? She was staying around at mine, borrowed a shirt to sleep in, um, ended up giving her a long sleeve grey shirt, which I used for when Matt O'Kine was, was a van man and I'd ironed on your face onto the front, <laughs> right? And I, you remember because I sent you a photo of what I woke up to in yeah, the morning but and Woods had put on the shirt backwards <laughs> and was lying on her front and I roll over and I just see Matt O'Kine's face looking back at me in bed. Bro, I don't understand why you have that shirt, but you got to get rid of it, please. I wouldn't even give it to, I don't give it to Lifeline or anyone, people don't. Need this. Hey, should I give it away to a listener? I should give that away to a listener. Who wants a Matt yeah. O'Kine long sleeve medium grey well, shirt? Hold on, you gotta work for it. it. You gotta work for it. All right. Let us know what have you got backwards. What have you what have you worn backwards? Best caller will get a shirt. Great. All right. Let us know your wardrobe malfunctions. Um, Could be does have to be wearing something backwards. For mm. instance, I was I was an embarrassingly like old age before I finally just stopped trying to take my pants off before taking my shoes off. Have you ever done that? 
Yeah, you think you could do it every time. I'm like, I'm pretty sure, like, I think with these particular jeans, I'll be able to get over my shoes with this. No. Suddenly you're on the bed wriggling like an absolute mullet. <laughs> Just try, like, and it's just, it's an absolute, then you got to, then you got to succumb to it, right? And then yeah. take your shoes off. They're stuck in the leg of the jeans. Ugh. You somehow got to rescue them from your pants legs. It's an absolute disaster. You're an embarrassment. <laughs> so look, uh, you know, there are various ways to mm. malfunct a wardrobe. <laughs> take us to Malfunky Town and uh, get in touch. Matt.and.alex. <laughs> Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, I'll tell you what, Alex Dyson, if you listened to our inaudible podcast yesterday, um, you would have noticed a very, very big absence uh, from it because someone in today's show absolutely cannot be silenced. All right? That's right. I'll tell you what, if we try to put out an inaudible podcast on a Tuesday, it would not work. Because no. Tuesdays are the day that uh, Rant Dog comes to town. And we take a leaf out of the uh, manifestos of a few of the shock jocks around the place and start just firing on all cylinders. Everyone walking around with targets on their back and uh, you never know when when the bombs are dropping. Mm, but we need you. you. The truth bombs. <laughs> exactly. We need you to uh, rise those targets over the parapet. So that Rant Dog can fire his truth rifle <laughs> directly into the bullseye. <laughs> and, so, and Mel, <clears throat> beg your pardon, my voice should be heard again. Mel has gotten in touch with us today with a particularly irate message. I'd love to hear Rant Dog's opinion on the price of bottled water. I mean, why is it so expensive when Mother Nature does all the work? And then you go to a servo and it'll be $4.50 for one bottle. Oh, but you could buy three for $5.50. Please give us your spray. I mean, do you, are you used to drinking bottled water or do you usually have it from that that little dispenser in your cage, you know, with the little metal tube? That... Mm. Yeah, mate. That's where I get my free stuff for. And I tell you what, Mel, I would, I would give bottled water a spray, but I'd be charging it $7.80 for the amount of moisture that'll be coming out of my <laughs> mouth. <sighs> Matt, if you know one thing about Rant Dog... It's that Rant Dog makes no apologies. Oh, no. That, that, that's, that's a death wish for a shock jock. Exactly. But I'm going to change things up today. Oh. I'm going to make one apology. Oh, gee. I mean, this could change your whole, your whole brand, your whole image. I'm going to apologize to television host and personality Larry Emder. Oh, okay. Why? I'm sorry, Larry. Because when it comes to bottled water, the price is wrong! The price is wrong! Bottled water for something that is free should not be costing us an arm and a leg and a kidney! Kidneys are meant to be filtering the free good stuff which everyone needs to live! All right? 
And I've known this for years, Matt, because as Ranty Dog Senior Ian Dyson taught me, you got to be sticking your head under the tap, <laughs> all right? And so I, for many years, have been publicly shamed at movie theatres, at football stadiums, popping the head under the tap and having not, a little... Not in the bathroom, really? <laughs> in... In bathrooms at private house parties, I've been there sticking their head under the tap and, Mel, you've set me off today because this is something that we should not be dealing with. And you know what? You know what, Matokine? These bottle water companies, Nestle, you know what they're doing? They've just been caught, you know, and stopped filtering water out of the San Bernardino Valley in California, running on an old permit from the 1800s, paying $2,000 a year for millions of gallons. And they've got the gall to charge us $7.50 down at Hoyts. Well, I always find it weird when the can of soft drink is cheaper than the water. It's unbelievable. And it takes up to three bottles of water to make one bottle of water. And I guarantee you, if these other jokers were paying the same amount that we were paying down the servo, they'd be a lot more reluctant to put their head in the pocket. So how about that? From now on, if they want their water out of our valleys and our springs, you're going to be paying the same amount as, as Mel pays down the servo. All right? Sure, we'll give you the $3. You want you want it for one dollar? Gotta buy a pie. You must also buy a pie. Uh, comedian Ray Badrin um, made a made a funny joke about how the fact that you go to the petrol station and you pay like a dollar fifty for liter of petrol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's and you complain. <laughs> and yeah, and then you pay four dollars fifty for a liter of water. I tell you what, the only good thing about that is the servo toilets is the only place I wouldn't stick my head out of the tap. I barely stick my foot in the door. That's why they make them so disgusting. <laughs> they know that. They know that. Anyway, thank you very much, Mel, for um, setting off Rant Dog today. I think you need a drink of water. <laughs> Actually, I do. Someone get this man a tap. Have a guess where this came from. <laughs> tell you what, wasn't down at the servo. It wasn't from Mount Franklin. <laughs> Not climbing up Mount Franklin. It wasn't from for that Fiji. <laughs> I tell. <laughs> Voss, it was not. I ain't, I ain't getting this from a fjord. All day breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Now, we did hear yesterday, Matt, that uh, Woods's personal torture chamber was me singing Groovers in the Heart at full volume in a small enclosed space, which um, I found quite offensive to my voice and also it's, it's, the original artists. Who sung Groovers in the Heart? Uh, Delight. Delight. Delight, I think. Yeah. Um, it's pretty interesting that your singing um, is the stinkiest thing that came in from that bathroom. Like I find that I find that very impressive. So well done. Hey, we got the separate toilet, you know, and I oh, okay. I, I sing even louder in there. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but um, we asked you <laughs> for your own personal torture chamber. It was not 
yogurt tubs in the sink filled with water. Um, and Bron, our producer's personal torture table, would be hanging out with a late-in-life Michael Jackson or his ghost. Um, so we also asked you what your own personal torture chamber would consist of and got some great responses uh, in our DM inbox, Matt. Did we ever? Angus says, a room full of moths. Oh, that'd I be rough. I believe that. They're, they're, I, you know, I, I know that they're harmless, but, geez, I don't, I don't love them, eh? Oh, I tell you what, I remember back in the day when Parliament House got infested by bogongs. That was a rough, rough period for have the country. You seen, have you seen the world's biggest moth? Oh, it's sick. I don't mind a moth. Oh, no, it's, it is, like, truly terrifying. Nah, it'd be all right. Jesse got in touch saying my boyfriend grinding his teeth at night. That'd be pretty rough. You got to, I can imagine Jesse in bed just trying to get to sleep as quickly as possible so as not to hear that grind. Uh, I'm looking at the giant wood moths in Redlands in Brisbane. They're huge. Anyways. Neve <clears throat> said, watching my life, Big Brother style, from age 13 to 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so good. That, you know... That'd make a really good short film, a torch someone strapped Dude. to a chair, forced to watch them go through their teenage years. I was thinking about some of the stuff I did in my young teenage years, just just for entertainment. Like, you know, spinning around with a broom on your face, so yeah. you could just feel dizzy and fall over. Um, <laughs> like, we used to, like, press each other's chests up against the wall just so that we would pass out. Like, that's like, <laughs> like, it's literally, we, we just that... Don't do Starved that. of entertainment. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, please don't do that. That's All not right. entertaining. <laughs> um, watching someone dry clean dishes with a dirty tea towel. Oh, that would that yeah, would be a little be bit rough. cringe. Um, and this is a this is a bad one. Uh, pulling the hair out of the plug hole. Just imagine that your personal hell is like you pull out some hair and then it just keeps coming, <laughs> and then you keep pulling it and it just keeps coming. Oh, forever. like a never-ending pack of Tim Tams, but with it's <laughs> hair from a going. plug. Goodness me. What about uh, yourself, Ellie, from The Wit Sundays? Hey, mine would definitely be just anything to do with feet. I can't, <laughs> like, people can't touch my feet. I can't even look at other people touching their own feet or other people's feet. It's just disgusting. Do you know what, Ellie? I, every time I post a picture of, my, like, where I'm I'm barefoot, and Alex Dyson, <laughs> you might have this as well, on Instagram there's this site <laughs> called Feety McFeet Face. That will repost repost my feet and like tag me and stuff, and it's got like all these like thousands of followers. It's it's so I find it so bizarre. You are the opposite of Feety McFeet face fans. I'm blocking it without even looking at it. So Ellie, why do you why do you live in a place that would have a lot of bare feet then at the Wit Sundays? I just keep my eyes above ankle level. Just, <laughs> just never look at the ground. <laughs> what sure. is it about feet, do you think? I just, I, I actually don't know. It's just, they're so gross. They just touch everything, you know? Like, ugh. Um, so your torture chamber would be someone in there, an acrobat comes up to you go and goes, <laughs> do you want to fly on my feet? And, like, you've got to put their feet <laughs> on your belly and hold you out in, like, a Superman pose. I'm getting like shivers just from thinking about that. That is okay. So I didn't realize that feet were such a uh, yeah, such a horrific thing for uh, some people. What about if Matt O'Kine, you know, you gave him a foot massage in a in a torture chamber? I'm sure he has delightful feet, but no, thank you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so my, sure, my Ellie. To be honest, I think, I think I'd make yeah, people. You'd be surprised that hell could get worse. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you very much, Ellie. Thanks, boys. 
And uh, Isabella from Brisbane, how are you going? I'm going good. How are you two going? Good. What where, where part of Brizzy are you from? I'm actually calling from Stone's Corner. Oh, SC represent. I used to do <laughs> open mic when I first started stand-up, 2004 at the Stones Corner Hotel. Is it called that? Is it against name from that of people throwing rocks at you while you tried <laughs> to tell these awful jokes? <laughs> I did tell some absolute stinkers back in 2004, you can imagine. Um, anyways, thank God camera phones went around then. <laughs> Phone cameras. Um, Isabella. Uh, I mean, yeah, Matt O'Kai doing open mic stand-up. My own personal torture chamber. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, that's, uh, you know, shout out to the old hood, Isabella. And, um, and, and what's your torture chamber? So I'd say my torture chamber is trying to teach someone how to use computers, especially if someone has never used computers and trying to teach them how to use, like, Facebook, social oh. media, the absolute pain. It is. It is pulling teeth. I remember, yeah, my my dad was like, why are these people messaging me these things? Like, sent me a really weird message the other day and finally figured out over the phone that it was his Facebook timeline and that that's just, the, they're not sending it to you directly, dad. These are just out of the, out of the open things. <laughs> um, so what what is it about teaching people computers? Have you had a bad experience yourself? I've had a couple. So I'm a psychology administrator. And so I have to teach everyone how to use our admin systems. Um, and recently I had to teach someone who told me they didn't know how to use email. Uh, wow. So that was a real, like, bringing How old were they? They were, like, in their 60s. Mm. Like, you think even people that age know how to use an email by now, right? Well, yeah, they would have been 40 when it came out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've, I've yeah. had a – surely they had a Hotmail account. Like, come on. Yeah, you know, you've had some time. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. And I think I th- they would have had a big pond, a definitely a big pond account. <laughs> people people from that vintage, definitely on board that one. Thank you so much for that one, uh, for calling in there, Isabella. We'll catch you next time. That's all good. Thank you. And now all we need to do to make the worst torture chamber in the world is combine all of those things. <laughs> so give, give a... 2004 Matt O'Kine telling, telling jokes, a foot massage in a room full of moths. <laughs> Doesn't sound good to me. I love wine and everything about it. Are you into wine? I love wine. Well, Matt, that brings us to the part of the show that I believe most people have probably skipped to, and that is where we reveal... What's happening with Drop That Coin? Or will we, Alex <laughs> Dyson? Because the response was genuinely overwhelming, okay? The mm. phones were buzzing from the minute our episode dropped. It felt like we were sitting at a, uh, a, a gambling machine in Las Vegas and our inbox was a lucky old lady who just... <laughs> spun three sevens and your messages with the coins dropping out of the slot all over us and we're throwing them up in the air. Such is the amount of people who got in touch with what coin they thought we dropped yesterday. If you missed it, it sounded like this. The question is, which Australian legal tender is it, Matt O'Kine? Now, I realised, given the response to this particular segment, this game, the return of Uh, One of Australia's favourite, not sixth favourite, not seventh favourite, I'd say 
favourite podcast game show, we figured that why don't we take things to the next level? Yeah, we did say that yesterday with the heats, today is the final, but we're going to be turning things up a notch. And with, with the help, we're going to be introducing you to the first person who mes- messaged us a guess at 5.49am on Monday. It's Jacob from Port Macquarie. G'day, Jacob. Hey, hey, what's going on? Man, you re- like you listen early. Tell, yeah. tell us about it, man. When, when do you listen to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast? Oh, I actually was listening to it when I was at the, at the gym, and uh, when I first when I first looked on my podcast, it wasn't there, and I was like, "Oh, this is a bit. I must be way too early for this." And then I felt a bit <laughs> bad for getting up that early. <laughs> <laughs> right? it's, it's awesome, man! It's so great that you're up and at them, doing your thing at the gym, and then also uh, listening to us so early. So we appreciate your support. Um, but we also thought, you know, this this game, drop that coin. You know, it, it's gotten a lot of love. Uh, do you know anyone else who's playing this game, Jacob? Yeah, my um, my mate from Canberra actually uh, messaged me and asked if I tuned in already and I'd listened. And I was like, mate, I sent my guess in already. I'm, I'm, on, I'm in the game. Perfect. Okay. Well, the good news is if you and him have, have messaged in, you are in the running to be crowned Australia's drop and not only Australia's, the world's. world. Because sometimes we say, you know, all day breakfast, the world's first on-demand um Breakfast Audio show, breakfast podcast, right? Yep. But we sometimes get scared to go. All right, well, it's definitely Australia, so let's just stick with that. I am confident that no other podcast in the world is playing Drop That Coin, and that's why if you take it out, Jacob, you're going to be crowned the world champion of Drop That Coin. You love it. Yeah. Now, now, look, you've only made it to stage one. We've got three more stages to go, and then we've got mm. a grand final. Okay, because such because- was the such was the enthusiasm of everyone guessing that we couldn't hold a final today. There would be too many people in the final. So what we're going to do across the week is drop a new coin today, on Wednesday, on Thursday. And so you're going to have to guess every day what what coin is dropped. And only those who get four out of four or, in a pinch, closest to that will be on the final of Drop That Coin on Friday and become world champion. Do you reckon you're going to be in the mix, Jacob? Oh, I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling very confident. What did you guess for Monday? What was your guess? Oh, should I share it? What if other people go change their answers? Hey, you, oh, you're, you're a free man. This man knows how to be the world champ. Okay, you don't give any, don't give mate. anything away, mate. All right, fair enough. Well, look, I was also gonna. We're gonna give you the next coin now. All right. Ooh. We're gonna give you the next coin now. Um, you don't have to guess it out loud. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if I give people a bum steer, though? Well, that's up to bit. you. That is up to you. You you guess what it is, all right? I'm going to drop it. You can say what you think it is or what you think it isn't. And then it's all about sliding into our DMs by 12 p.m. on Thursday with mm. all four of the coins that we've dropped. So we've dropped one so far yesterday, and we'll drop another one today. Yeah, you okay. can do it either way. You can message us every day, but I would recommend on Thursday morning... Message us your four guesses in one message and then we'll be able to tell for sure that you are correct and deserving of your place in the Drop Dat Coin final this okay. Friday now. on All Day Breakfast. Jacob, are uh, you ready? Are you ready to hear the next coin? My ears are tuned in. All right, here we go. This is Drop That Coin. Sorry, sorry, excuse me. Drop Dat Coin round two.
talk, talk us through the sound, Jacob. What'd your ears oh, hear? It sounds heavy. It sounds heavy. Maybe, maybe your. Oh, I reckon it might be made out of gold. But that's all I want. That's all I want to reveal right now. Ooh. Wow. I mean, I'm not giving anything away, Jacob. Okay. I'll let you go home and think about your answer, and uh, it doesn't mean anything. You know, your word is as good as. What is it? A promise is as good as bloody hot air. <laughs> all right. It's all about what the paper it's written on. <laughs> Is that, what, is that what the saying is? What I don't is think so. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No, pretty sure that's not it. But it, it makes a good point in the end, and that is make sure you get your four guesses in by Thursday at midday to be in the Drop Dat Coin final. We'll catch you later, Jacob. All right. Thank you, boys. Thank you. You hear me from 5.15. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hear it there when our podcast drops like a coin every morning from 5. We'll be uh, chatting to you uh, and potentially dropping a coin each day. So keep your ears peeled. Yeah, we've got insiders tomorrow, so please keep in touch with us. Uh, let us know if you have any behind-the-scenes info that you want to share about any industry that you wish or that you're a part of. So get in touch at matt.n.alex. Until then, may all your pants be on the right way, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.